Hello, you are listening to NPE Stories. This is a podcast where NPEs can share their story. I'm your host, Lily, and I found out I was an NPE through an ancestry DNA test that changed my life forever. NPE is a term that stands for not parent expected or non-paternal event. This means that one or more of our parents are not who we believe them to be. NPE Stories is a podcast where NPEs can share their story of what their original family was like, how they found out they were an NPE, and what their journey has been like since the day they found out. Welcome to episode 12, where today I am talking to Carla. Hi, Carla. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thank you for doing this today. And I don't know anything about your story. We're just talking about it. So I'm hoping you'll bring me back to the beginning and let me know what your original family was like. Okay. Uh, I was raised, uh, mom and dad were married, had four children. So I'm the youngest of four. I think I should say right in the beginning, I'm going to refer to dad is my birth certificate father. I call him dad. My birth mother will be, I'll I'll refer to her as mom. And my biological father, I'll refer to as my bio dad. Got it. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So, uh so my, we were, we grew up in a, in a nice town. Uh, We lived on about two and a half acres of land. It was wonderful. I loved being outside as a child. Uh, So I had, my sister was the oldest. She's eight years older. My oldest brother, 13 months younger than she, and then had a little gap in between. I had a brother that's 18 months older than I am. And then me, the baby. Okay. You're the baby. And how, how much younger are you? So I'm, uh, I'm 52 right now. Um, I'm 18 months younger than my, the youngest brother. Got it. And you are the NPE, correct? And I am the NPE, yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. how, if you don't mind, tell me how you found out you were an NPE. So Christmas of 2017, my daughter, I have three grown children, and she decided it would be a good Christmas present for us to have the 23andMe uh, done. So we, we decided, yeah, sure, why not? You know, it's always, you know, fun to do something new, and why not? So we had ours done, and results came back, and I, you know, I wasn't really too into it. You know, I, I looked at it, and uh, I knew I was, you know, I was Portuguese from my dad's side, and, uh, you know, some... Mexican and Native American on, on my mom's side, and there wasn't too much Portuguese showing up, but I didn't really, I didn't really pay attention to it. Nobody really did at that time. My dad decided he wanted to have his done after seeing that we had our results. So I said, oh, I'll, I'll buy you your, your kit. How about that? You know, at this point, I had no idea anything was going to be, be, um, different than what I was told my whole life. So uh, it was 
a Friday evening, I remember, and he called me. I was leaving from work, and he said his results were in. And and I said, well, we'll go over um, on Sunday. Bring your iPad. Well, Sunday was going to be Easter. We were having a, a get-together, and we it'd be fun for us to share and compare and, and everything. So I got home from work, and my daughter called me and said, my dad had called her. He was having anxiousness. He really wanted to get into his 23 and me and, and look at, look at it. So she guided him through, walked him through, you know, click this on your iPad, click that he's 81 years old. And she walked him through it. And when she, she had pulled it hers up as well. And she noticed that his name wasn't connected to us. So she had a, little bit of a panic and told him she was on the phone with him she told him hang on uh oh i see uncle steve's there or uh, uncle steve sorry is my dad's brother <clears throat> saw his name my dad my dad said he saw his brother's name uh, come up and and my daughter said well why don't you compare right there i gotta call mom real quick and then i'll call you back so she calls me and says, mom, you know, I was just talking, you know, to, to, she was talking to my dad and, and he wasn't coming up. And I said, no, what do you mean? You're doing something wrong, honey. Something, you're doing something wrong. So, so I pull up my 23andMe and I type in my dad's name. And when his name come, came up, it said his name and I share zero DNA. Mm. And I was like, wait, <laughs> something is wrong here. There's, there's no way that that could be. So meanwhile, I, 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 I was, what do I do? What, what do I do here? So my daughter and I were talking and I said, okay, well, let me call my uncle. My uncle is a retired professor. He's got really smart brains. He could figure out how to fix this. <laughs> so I call him and I, I said, you know, this is coming up. What, you know, what's wrong with 23andMe? How come it's saying my dad is not my dad? And he said, you know, honey, you know, it, it's correct. You know, and, and I just, you know, I just went into a spiral. Um, what? I had no idea. There's no way this could be. So I, I, I guess I need to back up. My mom and dad divorced when I was 18. They were married for 28 years. We all knew there was going to be a divorce uh, coming up when, uh, you know, the baby turned 18. They, they didn't fight a lot, but they didn't get along very well. And, and she was choosing to um, move out of state. So... Uh, I, I didn't want to call my dad at that point. So I thought, I guess I'd need to call my mom. So I called her and I said, you know, uh, mom, I, I got my results. You know, no, I said, I got, you know, dad got his results back because she had known we had ours. I got my dad's uh, and he's not showing up as my, my dad, you know, what's, what's going on? And she said, Oh, Oh, you're going to believe that. And I said, well, you know, it's DNA. I, I think it's not something that you believe it's, <laughs> you know, fact. And, and she just kind of 
got angry and, you know, um, said, well, what, what do you think I'm a floozy? And I said, well, no, mom, I don't think you're a floozy. I just know that I found out my dad is not my dad. You know, I don't know. Were, were you assaulted? Were you, I, you know, I don't know. So she hung up on me. So that whole night I, I, you know, was looking in the mirror saying, who are you? What? My dad, you know, not my dad's daughter. I'm like daddy's little girl. We are just so close. He's just an amazing man. And, you know, my children just love him as a, you know, as a good grandpa, grandpa, five grandchildren, you know, my, my grandchildren just love him. And I'm just thinking, you know, <laughs> this can't be, who am I? And I just was looking in the mirror looking in the mirror. Who are you? Who are you? So it's probably two or three o'clock in the morning and I thought, you know, I need to try to get some sleep and, and I'm laying down in bed and my, my, the Rolodex that, you know, is just rolling through my brain. Like, you know, who, who could be your dad? Who could be your dad? And it just stopped. It stopped on my cousin thought of my cousin and she and I had gone through life. People telling us how much we look alike. We look so much alike since we were little all the way up. And I was thinking to myself, and she's a third cousin. So she is the daughter of my dad's first cousin, uh, my aunt. I was, I, she was, does that make sense? My, my dad's first cousin, female, um, it was her, her daughter. So okay. I was raised knowing her as my third cousin growing up. Okay. So it's your dad's first cousin's daughter. So I think that's right. second cousin. I, yeah. But I understand Second, what you're right. saying. Yeah. Okay. So I, you know, and I'm thinking, okay, so if I look like her so much and I don't have, I share zero DNA with that side of the family, I shouldn't look like anybody, but I look more like her than any of my siblings that I grew up with. So I just stopped there and I thought, wait. Her dad, you know, uh, I grew up with her mom and dad as my aunt and uncle. No way. Is he my dad? I, I'm like, no way. So I immediately got up, went on my Facebook, and I just went through all of all of their uh, Facebook pages, and I was looking at pictures and photos of, of, of him, and, and I was like, man, I do look like them. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So... That's what I was, I was struggling with. The next day, I was just like, "What do I do? I, I don't need my mom's not talking to me about it. I'm going to be seeing my dad. I, you know, I, I, I was able to put him off until you know we were going to see each other the next day on Easter. So I, 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 how am I going to let him? What, how is this going to go? I just couldn't believe this was happening. So a few other phone calls I made. Um, to an aunt and just a, a friend and my best friend, just kind of telling them what's going on. What do I do? I don't know what to do. So it was about 24 hours later, my mom called me and she said that she had some information for me. And she said that she was assaulted by a family member. And I said, well, was that family member, you know, 
my uncle. And I, I said, which uncle? And she said, well, well, how did you know? And I said, well, you know, I, I've just been thinking and I, you know, I look like, look like my cousin so much and the, and the family that, you know, I just felt it. I, it felt like it, you know? And so, um, you know, she told me her story and, you know, at this point I was a complete sponge because I had nothing, I was dry sponge, just ready to absorb everything because I had nothing. So everything she told me, I, you know, I, I was listening very, very carefully and there were some things that didn't quite match up to her story and I just kind of flagged them in my mind. Anyway, I, you know, I was so sorry that she had been assaulted and, you know, of course that, you know, just, I don't even know what I'm going to do with this now, you know, and um, at this time, my biological father, he passed away about, I guess it's been over 10 years now. So he's, he's not around to talk to. So, um, so I, she, my mom acted very, very different, very, very kind of angry. Um, it's very concerned about herself, very concerned about, um, I, I don't know, but she didn't seem to wonder how, how I was doing right, right away. I just, it, it felt like. I don't know. I, it's hard to explain, but it, it would have been nice to have some comfort from her. And it, uh, it just it turned around and it was about, you know, all about her. And I, you know, I was sorry that she had gone through this, but over, over the next probably a couple months, we were having phone conversations and they weren't very nice. They were, they were me questioning her. I was completely honest with her. I, I let her know right away that I wasn't fully believing her story um, because she said she had no idea. She had no idea that I was um, my biological father's daughter. And she had, you know, no clue. Um, she thought she was already pregnant with me when this assault happened. And uh, she was a few weeks late on her period. So she just didn't ever think about it. But then I started thinking about, well, you know, if you were already pregnant with me, and then you were assaulted. Well, maybe I think you would have had been assaulted twice because it should have happened before, you know, six weeks or so before that because she was already pregnant and I am my biological father's child. So I was doing math and it was just kind of, my ears were perking on a couple different different things she said. Anyway, I like I said, I was I was being completely honest with her because I felt so bad not believing her story, but there were so many just too many things that I couldn't look away from. And then I thought, you know, my biological father, you know, he can't speak for himself. And I, you know, and I was getting closer and closer to really believing that my mom wasn't telling the truth. And so that really upset her that I wasn't believing her. She told me I was, you know, um, stabbing her in the heart every time I said that. So a final conversation we had, she um, actually disowned me 
and doesn't want to, and that was about eight months ago, so she doesn't want to have anything to do with me. And um, I... I kind of jumped a little bit because during during the phone conversations with her and finding out and, and now realizing my cousins are really my half-siblings, is this something I share with them? Is this something I keep to myself? My children are saying, oh, you have to tell them. And I'm saying, no, 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 no. There's no way I can tell them. And then partners think, well, maybe I do. What if they're going to do 23andMe and they're going to find out and think that I was, you know, keeping this a secret and then be mad at me? I, there's just so many things to think about when this happens. And uh, my aunt, my ha- my new half-sibling's mom, was was not doing well with her health. And my my number one thing was that I do not want her to find out about this. I do not want her to find out about me or this situation. If I was able to control my dad from not finding the situation out, I wish I could have changed that as well. But, you know, could, being in control now and being able to control something was, was that. I didn't want her, her to know. So uh, my daughters kept saying, you know, you need to, you need to talk to them and, and let them know. And so my mom said, this was before she did the disowning part of her, um, her thing. She, she agreed that we could, we could tell two of my new, new siblings because they're in the area. Um, the other two are not in the area. But she would, she would go ahead and, and go with me to tell them, and she would agree to the fact that, or to, she would agree to say it was consensual. And, and I thought that was kind of interesting, too, that she, she was okay with letting, you know, with letting them know something different than what she was saying. You know, okay, it was consensual. So, so she lives in another state. She flew over, and... Something in my gut was just telling me it's not time. It's not time. I don't want to tell anybody. I don't I, I just I wasn't feeling I've been meditating and praying since this has been happening and and I sometimes I feel like a, a strong no and sometimes I feel like a, a strong yes and this was like a strong no, it's not the time to to tell them. So when she was here for her visit and I, I said I didn't want to tell them, for some reason it kind of upset her. And I, I think it's the fact that she was, she was, she's very controlling. She's a very controlling mom. She ran a, she ran a tight ship. Um, and I think she wanted to be in control of the situation if we were going to tell them. And since I decided to not tell them now, but, you know, in the future, uh, that must have upset her or something. I, you know, um, so I don't know, about a month or two later, I was feeling like, you know, okay, we can tell, we can tell my new sisters, you know, how, how do we tell my new sisters? I, I didn't know if I wanted to do it. My daughters said they would, they would do it. They would meet. I knew I didn't want my mom doing for sure. I knew that I didn't want my mom doing it. I didn't want to do it. So my, my two daughters decided to um, let the the two new sisters know. So they called and made arrangements to to go meet, and they shared the information with 
the two sisters and of course they were completely shocked and 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 were you there i'm sorry were you there or you was your your children talking to the half the new half siblings right yes yeah i didn't want to i wanted them to have space because you don't know how somebody's going to react, you know, and I didn't want to be there in case they wanted to get angry and thought they couldn't be angry. Oh, because I'm there. I thought they needed their own space. There's no protocol on how to handle this situation, you know? So it's just, it, it's, it's, it, it was, I, my gut was leading me through, through everything. So, so they found out and about, uh, a day, two days later, I received a text message separately from each one of them um, expressing how, um, you know, sorry that I'm going through this and uh, they need to absorb the information and that they love me very much. I, This family, growing up, great family, you know, we, we loved each other. And it's, it's just like, whoa, here's, here's a different thing. But it was nice to receive the text messages back from them, you know, and I was so concerned that there was going to be anger, you know, throughout this whole, whole ordeal. I, I, all I was hoping that let's try to avoid anger. I don't want anger. Let's just figure it out. Why am I, I'm 52, well, I was 51 at the time, finding out this information. Why? There must be a reason. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to just be open, you know? And so we ended up meeting, they, we ended up having a meeting, the two new sisters and I at a, at a local park and, you know, we hugged and cried and, you know, uh, I, I have, I didn't have much to give them because I didn't have much from my mom, you know, the, you know, our, the dad, our biological dad is, is dead. Can't get anything from him. I just know with, with all my information, I, you know, I was 99.99% sure that this man did not assault my mom and I needed to protect him. I needed to stand up for him. Um, uh, there were, there were family get togethers, you know, when I was older, you know, they, my biological father and my mom would dance together and be happy. And, you know, uh, just, just, there's just so many things that it's like, you know, I, it didn't feel like it was an assault. Um, 11 years ago, my biological father and, and his wife, which, you know, was my aunt, went to the state my mother lives in with my stepdad and and they had like a two-day visit with each other when i was a child my mom lived here in uh, where i am my aunt and she were were pretty good friends they were really good friends they'd grocery shop together they did all kinds of things together so when they went to go visit my mom another state you know 11 years ago or whatever it's i thought oh wow that's cool you know that's neat you're, you're meeting up with them but now looking at it at this time and where I am, and it was my biological father going to go see my mother in another state and spending two fun, great days together, just kind of confirmed my, my thoughts on their relationship or, you know, 
I just, I just feel like it was a, an affair. I really do. Or, you know, just a, I, a one-time thing. I don't know. I'll never know. I'll never know. So I'm just, um, we're handling it pretty well. Uh, my dad, he is, I just got to say that man is the most, I, I need to come up with a new adjective to describe this man because nothing, no word quite fits him, but he's amazing, classy, uh, sweet, honest, wonderful man in the world. And, um, he, you know, we're just going through it together. He says, you know, it's just a dot on the paper. You're my, you're my daughter. Nothing's going to change. You know, it's not your fault. Um, you know, but it, you still have that little, you know, that doesn't change, but I've changed. I'm not me. I'm somebody else, you know? So it's easy for people to, to say that, you know, oh, nothing's changed. It's fine. But, um, you know, it's, it's a challenge. Yeah. It's devastating. Yes. Sounds like you love your dad so much. And I do. Do you think your biological father knew about you? I think he did. Yes. And I and talked to my, my, you know, half sister, my new, my new sister. Um, she agrees. We agree. We think they both knew. And that's what I have a problem with. That's my, I'm not worried about how it happened. I, I'm like, this is, she says she had no idea. How can you say you had no idea? You, how can you say you had no idea when it, I'm looking at it, back at it now. It's like, my sister is five feet tall. I'm five, seven. They all got tan in the summer. I sunburned. I'm white, white. You know, uh, I've got brown eyes. They're all every green and blue. Um, you know, all, all these things. Okay. So I, I have three children and all three of them have different birth fathers and each one, when they were born, each one matched the birth father. When I, when I saw that baby, it's like, Oh, yep. That's me. That's your birth father. You know, I had three, three of that, those. In fact, my oldest daughter is an NPE. She did not find out that her biological father was her, was, or her dad was not her biological father. I told her when she was 13. That's a whole different story. But so I know what it's like to keep a secret. I had to keep it for 13 years and it killed me, mm -hmm. you know? So here she's had to keep the secret for 51 years. And here's the opportunity to let's, Let's fix it. Let's heal. Let's, you know, don't get mad at me and shut me out. You know, it's got to have been eating you alive all these years. Here's the opportunity to, to let's fix it. I wanted to go to counseling. She didn't want to go to counseling. You know, it's just like, it's just better to just shut me out than to try to fix it because she's a perfectionist. She's always, everything had to be perfect. Everything had to be perfect. And this makes her not perfect. So the only way to do it is to shut it out. And now she's back to being perfect again, I guess. I, you know, I just think it's sad. And my brother that I was raised with, uh, one of my brothers and my sister are not speaking to me. They disown me as well. My oldest brother 
he passed away six years ago um, when he was 52. And that was hard for the family. That was, that was tough. Um, I, he was always, he, he was always a, to talk, able to talk to my mom. And I just think sometimes if he was here, maybe he would, he'd be able to talk her into trying to, to fix and heal things, but, um, he's not. So, you know, we're just, we're just, we're pushing through. I'm sorry that here you are going through something so devastating. And like you said, your mom could have the opportunity to bond with you about this and to be open and honest and get this secret fully off her chest. And it sounds like her story has changed so many times and is, and is being um, accusing and now shutting you out and changing the story. And I'm, I'm just listening to you nodding along and I'm sorry for you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'll send you a book title after this I'm reading. It's called Healing the, and it may not apply to you, but I'll just mention it. It is called Healing the Daughters of Narcissistic Mothers. Will uh, I, have you heard of that one? Will, will I no. ever be good enough? It's a, yeah. No, that sounds good, but it's been interesting because the last three months or three months ago, that word popped up and I, I never really knew the definition of that word. I always thought, oh, that's a, that's a, not a good word, narcissist. And then I, I started researching and I thought, wow, <laughs> that was my mom. That's my mom. Oh, wow. Okay. So now I'm, <laughs> you know, going, it's going to be able to heal me. And maybe this is why I needed to find out. I'm going to be able to heal myself being raised by a narcissist uh, mom not realizing that it was so damaging. She was damaging. And I, so that's starting to come up. So uh, it's quite interesting. My aunt, my uh, biological father's wife, I, uh, she, like I said, she was sick and, and she passed away um, about two months ago. And so my two sisters decided that they were going to mention uh me to my brother that I, that I have, um, you know, that was raised as my cousin. And so he knows, and then I've got nieces and nephews through them. So they know. And then once that was done, then I thought, you know, it's okay for, I feel okay doing this story. I don't have any, I I don't have to hide it from anybody anymore. Um, I'm not going to hide it from anybody anymore. And we're just, you know, we're just going with it, taking day to day, you know? Yep. Who knows what's, what's going to happen, you know? Uh, I love family, <laughs> you know? I, I really do. And, and if, um, you know, I know I've got the nieces. And if, in fact, I was on my Facebook when I found out and I was scrolling through my, my cousin posted that, oh, she became a grandma. And I remember just thinking, oh, um, I wanted to say, oh, you know, I wanted to be sister-like to her. And I wanted to, uh, you know, grab my nephew and his, he's the one that had the baby. And I wanted to see that. Baby. I just love babies. I want, you know, I'm your auntie, you know. I love my nieces and nephews that I have now, but, you know, to have more. And 
it would be fun to, you know, to maybe get together or whatever, but I'm leaving that all on their end. You know, that's, that's for them. So I'm here and, yeah. you know, you're being considerate of your, your new half siblings, but it sounds like you, you are, have so much love for them. Should they, you know, should, should you choose to go that direction as a family? Oh, it's so sweet right. that you have so much love for them, your new half siblings and, and their new offspring. Right. Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. So. Well, if, if people would like to hear more about you or your story, how would they get in touch with you? So I am a member of the Facebook DNA NPE group. And if anybody would like to, they can private message me and, and we can connect through that. And they could probably just search for your first name because it has first an name. interesting spelling. Why don't you spell your first name? It's K-A-R-L-A-I. Thank you, Carla. And it is pronounced Carla, right? It is Carla. Yes. Yes, it is. Thank you, Lily. I'm so glad you're doing this. When I, when I found out, I mean, I was Googling anything I could to try to get information on, has this happened before? What do I do? You know, and all I would get is the, you know, the, you, he is not your father show. And I didn't, I wasn't into those also. I think this is great. And I just, if this can help anybody, you know, that would be awesome on the stories you're doing for us to listen and, and heal. I, I just think it's amazing that you're doing this and thank you so much for doing it. Thanks again to Carla for sharing today. These stories are here for us to identify with. If you are an NPE that would like to share your story, email npestories at gmail.com. You do not have to give any identifying information. I am searching for more NPEs to share their story, and I'd like to hear from you. Subscribe to this podcast to hear more. Come heal with us.